Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. My name is Dawn, and I am sitting here with my husband and my co-host, Travis. Yeah, I'm back too, and we are so glad that you guys are tuning in. Uh, man, this is episode 131. Is that correct, Don? I, I don't know where that all, all that time went. That's yeah, crazy. It's like about. a couple years of episodes right. once a week, and we are loving it, but especially we are loving you guys. When you tune in, man, it just fires us up. And to know the people around the world and, and whoever you are just sitting right there in your living room, or maybe you're on a treadmill right now. I don't know where you're at, but it just, it just gets us excited to have you listen. So maybe this is your first time listening, or maybe you've listened to every episode, but obviously you guys probably know that we are very passionate about encouraging people in their marriage and to continue to fight for love. Yeah, you say very passionate. It's funny because I've often wondered, why do we talk about marriage so (laughs) much? And are we really that passionate? And then that's almost all I think about. Like I constantly think about it and constantly write on it and want to talk about it. Yeah. So it really does kind of ooze out of you and I, Don. And I think part of it comes from, we don't have a perfect marriage. No, not at all. Yep. But we love being married and we love living life together. I think after 30 years, we've learned quite a few things and we know that we have to continue to work and fight for our own marriage. And that's what we want to champion. We want others to understand, man, just keep fighting for love, fighting for your marriage. It's worth worth it. Is it work? Yes, but it's worth it. With that, this last Tuesday night, we just finished a four-session group, you know, a marriage group (laughs) that we were able to take 30 couples through, and it was so much fun. We called it Flip the Switch and just wanted to encourage everyone to just look at where they are right now in their marriage, but where do they want to be, how to get there, and then how to stay there, the sustainability in marriage. It it was so good. I had so much fun, and you and I both together with the those couples and flip the switch. The whole idea was when you walk into a room that's dark, you flip the switch, you turn it on or uh, flip the switch is also a term to, to say, Hey, I'm going one direction. And I flipped the switch and I completely went another direction. Yeah. So it's like, Hey, most marriages, there's some dark areas in their marriage and, and just flip the switch and turn on some light and see clearly in those areas, but also go a different direction yeah, yeah. in that area of your marriage, make some needed changes. Yeah. It was fun. It was, it was great. Awesome. It was cool to see them connect with each other at the tables and talk, but really they just really focused in on their own marriage and they each created their own marriage action plan. They walked away with a plan of what they wanted their marriage to look like. So what of honor, what so much fun and uh, just a great chance to get to know more people. Man, it was great. And we're going to be sharing that with other people, other couples, other uh, churches and different places and just can't wait. But to be able to encourage couples to have their own marriage action plan. I mean, that's what uh, is so important about marriage is being on the same page. You know what? Another incredible, amazing, awesome, I don't know how many more words that can be better than this, but we had something phenomenal happen this last week. And our daughter, her husband, and her beautiful granddaughter, who were living in Florida for almost three years, they moved back to Minnesota. They did, moved back how home. How did that happen? Oh, I, <laughs> it's like oh, a miracle. Oh my just, gosh. It's great. My heart is just exploding with joy. I'm so excited for what God has planned for them in their future and to have them just be close and to hug on our granddaughter. Aww. We've been giving her lots of cuddles and kisses and just doing some fun things with our daughter yeah. and our son-in-law, but really excited for what's to come in their lives and we get to be a part of it. Which yeah. Is great. Oh my gosh. I mean, they're taking uh, the next step of their lives that is going to be just mind-blowing 
following cool, but selfishly for us, I mean, yeah, like you said, Don, it's just amazing having them here. I reached out to my daughter. Uh, she was standing by the door getting ready to walk out this morning. I just gave her a big yeah, hug. I, I, she you got T-boned. Yeah, I and you had like, tears in your eyes. You're like, I can't believe that she is here and oh, she is man, home. Oh, man, it's so, so cool. And to be woken up by your granddaughter this morning, that's a lot of fun. Well, the title of this episode today is Fair Fighting, How Your Marriage Can Win at Conflict. And I got to be honest with you, I love this title. Why? Because is fighting fair? Well, it might not sound like it is, but yes, it can be. And in marriage, you've got to fight for your marriage. That's why we're called Loving the Fight, uh, you know, marriage podcast. But also when you have conflict, when there is fighting, there is a right way to do it. But it also says how your marriage can win at conflict. Mm, And we believe that every marriage can win at conflict, that that doesn't have to be the end of the conversation, you know, uh, uh, anger, frustration, but it can be the beginning of an incredible conversation. We get the question often, do we have conflict? Because they think just because we have a podcast or maybe we have spoken about marriage that we don't have conflict. No, we have conflict. We are always trying to work through our conflict and get better at it. Conflict management skills is something that we are continually working on. So even though, man, we were passionate, excited about marriage, again, this is something that we deal with, we go through. Yeah, absolutely. And Don, like you've just alluded to, I mean, marriage is a relationship that comes with conflict built into it. I mean, there isn't a marriage out there that doesn't have some uncomfortable moment or some disagreement. Even if there's never, you know, sparks flying and anger or anything like that, there's still conflict. Why? Because two very different people with two very different backgrounds can be a recipe for disaster. Don, when you and I got married 30 years ago, we were very different. And we're still very different, but we're a lot more similar now that we've worked through a lot of our conflict. But if those couples that get married don't have a mechanism or a tool for dealing with conflict, you know what? There's going to be um, some really rough roads ahead. And so if they aren't willing to take the time to work through the tough stuff, uh, it's it's not going to go well. Now, uh, like you alluded, Don, you and I have had some conflict throughout our marriage and some things that are really kind of big areas that we've had conflict over would be money, communication, yeah. mm-hmm. and even sex or sex sexual intimacy. And I think, uh, Don, you tell me if this is right, but I I think there is even conflict that we would never even suspect is going to pop up. And it does. Yeah. In fact, recently we had something that popped up and it was a conflict that I never saw coming. I don't think you ever saw coming. And we have tried to start working through it. It's just not, not that we're in a huge argument or anger, but we're still trying to work through a solution for that particular conflict. Yeah. But you know, honestly, a lot of times conflict comes from expectations that we have either the person knows or doesn't know, but it causes frustration which ultimately leads to conflict. Yeah, it really does. Well, again, conflict is necessary for communication to flow and for problems to get solved within marriage. Now, like we've already mentioned, conflict is so uncomfortable, but if done correctly, it can be so worth it. Choosing to go to your spouse in humility is a choice that says, hey, I love you and our marriage, and that's why it's worth having this hard conversation right now, even though you or I might want to avoid it. I want to pursue a solution with you over living with this elephant in the room and in between us. We've had a few elephants
elephants yeah, we have. walk through our living yeah. room, through our marriage. Sometimes maybe they're a, invisible, maybe but then all of a sudden they appear. <laughs> yeah, but maybe a herd of elephants yes. at times. I don't yeah. know. But but that's such a great thing, going to your spouse and sharing those things. In fact, I worry about the couple that says they never have conflict. I often think that it's either one of two things. They're either not fully telling the truth or if they're not having conflict, they're not going to one another and having those hard conversations and saying, hey, my needs aren't being met here or you disappointed me there or could we do something completely different with this Mm, situation? And so I feel like the communication is not there. Right. Absolutely. Or maybe they don't feel comfortable having conflict, so they'd rather just ignore it. I know for me, I was more of a flighter. I didn't want to deal with conflict, but I know now after 30 years that conflict is actually a good thing if you can work through it in a good way. What's really cool about the Bible is there is conflict everywhere in the Bible, but it really, especially in the New Testament, it addresses how to deal with conflict. And Jesus one day was giving some advice about conflict and really fighting fairly. And exactly what we're talking about in Matthew 5, 23, he said, so if you are presenting a sacrifice at the altar in the temple and you suddenly remember that someone has something against you, leave your sacrifice there at the altar. Go and be reconciled to that person. Then come and offer your sacrifice to God. Mm, that's good, yep. That is so cool because it's like, hey, if you're heading to church one day and you're going to worship God and you suddenly realize that you and your spouse have this really you know, big issue, this elephant in the room, this conflict, and you've offended them or they've offended you, go to them, get it right so you can be right with God. I mean, that's really what it's saying. So with that, for this episode and the next episode, we're going to be talking about fair fighting, how your marriage can win at conflict. So how can you win when there is friction, disagreements, and you are in the middle of conflict? (laughs) That's a great question. Huge question. Oh my gosh. Well, there are a few things and ways that we have learned to fight fair and to win at our marriage and when it comes to conflict. And we just wanted to share those things with you guys, like I said, this episode and the next one. But first off, we have learned to just overlook the little things. Oh, that's so good, isn't it? It just, it, it takes the pressure off. And this can be hard, but honestly, always do your best to overlook the little things that can annoy, but really aren't deal breakers. There's nothing wrong with avoiding unnecessary conflict and leaning into conflict that will only grow if an issue continually gets swept under the rug. I immediately think of this when I say overlook the little things is the bathroom shades. Yes, of course. (laughs) We um, have a bathroom on our main level and there's a window in there. I like the window, you know, the light that comes through that window. So obviously when you go to the bathroom, you have to shut the shades. Well, you forget to open them. I do. Often. And so it became an annoying thing to me where eventually I just started telling you, hey, can you just open the shades, open the shades? Well, you've gotten better at that and you rarely keep the shades shut after you use the restroom, but every once in a while you do. And so I'm like, I can think in my mind, should I say something or not? And honestly, it's a little thing. I need to yeah. let it go. It's not yeah. worth having Which I over. appreciate because then we have more peace and I am working at getting better at shutting the shades and it's a little thing. Another way your marriage can win at conflict is to listen and understand without 
reacting. When we listen to react, we honestly, we were just not really listening. But when we listen to understand, we listen to process, think, and help our spouse solve the problem they're wanting to solve. It takes a willingness to kill your own selfishness to care more about your spouse's needs rather than your own. And this definitely reminds me of the verse when we were talking about this, when we talked about listening and understanding without reacting. James 1.19 says, everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. And I joke, man, if I ever get a tattoo, that's going to be the one I'm going to tattoo on my arm because I believe in this concept so much. But this is something that we are continually yeah. working on. And honestly, I, I think you should get the tattoo. I'll get a bumper sticker. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> but the reason that we have to work on this is because I'm in an internal processor. And Travis, you're more of an external processor. So you tend to think out loud and maybe you react out loud. And oftentimes when I go into a conversation with you or something I'm concerned about, I have to remind you when I bring something to you, if I want you just to listen or, hey, will you help me you know, solve this? Give me a solution or maybe yeah. pray for me. But we have to really communicate this ahead of time. We do. We do. And I, I think the whole idea is winning at your marriage yes, and winning and win. with conflict. So fighting fairly. Another way that we really like to fight fairly and win with conflict is to stay calm and settle your mind. And so whenever anyone allows their heart rate to rise and their emotions to get out of control, the only thing that's going to follow are words and actions that leave regrets. Mm-hmm. And I've done that. Words have come out of my mouth and I know they've come out of your mouth and, and it's tough. So it's so important to stay calm and resist any desire to just raise your voice or or become angry. So talking through a difficult issue can bring irritation, but allowing it to get to the boiling point of anger and spilling over means that you have lost something valuable in your marriage. That moment Mm. has been damaged. It's not like the marriage is damaged, but it's not a good thing. And so it's so good to say, hey, when we have conflict, we don't have to get upset. We can just stay calm and we can settle you like our heart rate and our breathing and our minds. And, and it's so good. It's yeah. such an important uh, part of this process. Yep. When we remind each other that we're on the same team. And so that way we can stay calm and move on and get through that conflict. Another important way to win at conflict is avoid being pulled into unimportant conflict unimportant maybe disagreements. Sometimes conflict may appear important when presented with the issue, but you know, really upon further like processing and thinking it through, you kind of quickly discover that the issue really isn't an issue in the scope of life. So once you're pulled into unimportant conflict, it's too late. It's like now we've got an argument going and we don't want that. So just stay calm and then go, you know what? That doesn't really matter. It's not that big of a deal. And yeah, that's that's like uh, the whole idea that you mentioned just a few moments ago, Don, of overlooking the little things. But this has a lot to do with don't get pulled into anything. Right, yeah. Don't no, get pulled sense, in. Yeah. Stay away from the conflict that is unnecessary. Well, the last thing that we want to give you today, just a strategy on how your marriage can win at conflict, because I don't know about you, I want to win at conflict. I don't uh, want yeah. either of us to lose. Right. But this last thing is agree to walk away and come back later. You know, both sides, no matter what, should always have a conflict clause that whenever one person gets too emotional or angry or loud, they should allow that person to walk away for a cool 
cool down period. This option should not be abused though, where you're completely avoiding all conflict so that that same person is always walking away or using this tool as a means of avoidance. But honestly, there's times that you just need to walk away. Again, because I am an internal processor, Travis, you know it takes me way longer to work through conflict than you. And this can cause frustration both for you and for me because you want to get to a solution fast and I maybe hold on to a, uh, you know the conflict way too long. And maybe I'm feeling like I'm just being hurried in my communication and I can't communicate my feelings. So I might get louder, I might get frustrated, my emotions might begin to like almost boil up a little bit. And honestly, we just have to stop in that moment yeah. and walk away for just a few minutes. I either have to go for a run or I have to do something to get my mind completely off of it because I'm not thinking clearly. Yeah. I'm to a point where I can't think clearly. Isn't that cool? And then when you walk away and you come back, maybe it's an hour later, those emotions that were bubbling or boiling, they're like gone generally. Yeah, 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 and yeah. it's like, okay, now we can just you know logically think through this, talk through this out loud together and love on each other by winning with conflict. And it's so important because in those moments, it helps you when you walk away, it helps you not say things that you may regret later. Well, hey, you guys, this was just part one on fair fighting, how your marriage can win at conflict. And we wanted to give you some conflict management strategies that will help you win when there's friction, disagreements, and you're in the middle of conflict, which we know marriage has conflict. So we gave you a few ways that we have learned to fight fair and win in our marriage at conflict. But don't forget, you guys, that was only part one. So join us next week for part two, as we will dig even deeper on this conflict management communication tool. Yeah, there's there's 11 things that we're looking at and talking about in these two episodes. And like you said, Don, we want to dig down further. Why? Because we happen to think that there is a fair way to fight and that every couple can win right. with their conflict. And so we want you guys to win in your marriage. We want you to have a great life together. We want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. Remember, guys, you can do it. You got this. Keep loving the fight. We'll see you next time time.